Hello, my loves. Welcome back to our podcast. We are the Babbling Sisters. I'm Nellie. And I'm Steph. And we are restless. Because (laughs) we got sick, me and Riss, and we missed recordings. So we are improvising to give you love. (laughs) So here we are. Riss is working. We're sorry. She'll be back. They, they both like stood me up. Paper. Both of them. Oh, wow. They both stood wow. me up. Wow. Yep. I was sitting there twiddling my thumbs. Wow. Yep. She's she's going in I'm for not the bitter victim about it or anything. Today. No. <laughs> you a whole lie. You a whole lie. You was mad. Oh, I could tell in the text she was mad. <laughs> anyway. Today. We're going to talk about the early years of Stefanelli. You're going to deep dive into our lives to see why we are the way we are today. Some people question how the hell we are so happy and loving and bubbly, but you guys are going to hear it all. And, you know, just a little disclaimer, there is going to be some traumatic conversations that come up um, because our life was not all rainbows and unicorn glitter farts. Um, but we do have some funny stories. Um, so yeah, (laughs) let's get into it. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but me and Steph are only 10 months apart. It's true. And I I think we've mentioned, I think we've might've mentioned it before. Have we? I think, I think so, but I don't know. We talk about so many things. It's true. You guys. You guys are gonna like learn so much more things about us that you probably never wanted to learn. Um, we've talked about our periods, so you guys are already very intimate with us about periods and sex. So hey, <laughs> why not talk about childhood trauma too? <laughs> so let me turn off my phone because I'm getting the ding over here. Um, so I got a lot of questions. And I want to ask you stuff because I don't think we've really ever talked about it. But a lot of friends have asked me, like, wow, like some it, it's 50 50. Some are like, damn, that must have been really hard being so close in age. And then other ones are like, oh, that's awesome. You guys literally grew up together at the same time. Um, but I feel like we didn't. Even though we were so close in age, we were so, so far, far apart. apart. That's true. I agree with that. You know, like mentally and where we were and like our priorities. And I was the wild, free spirited <laughs> child running amok in the streets. And you were sitting at home. Like, I know this bitch ain't out here. Like <laughs> you used to hate me at times. There were times. But yeah. It's because you took on the mom role. Right. And I think like a lot of people who grew up with us saw that. Um, and you know, I've talked to a couple of friends who literally grew up with us and they're like, your sister was such your mom. (laughs) You drove her fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't like, part of it was you drove me crazy. Um, but part of it was me being a little bit jealous of you at the same time because you were out there being you and having fun 
and making friends and stuff and I wasn't and it wasn't because I what you you were jealous a little bit I was all could have came hang out with me I know but well we battled a lot once we hit puberty um and it it was hard for us to be a mom true I I, true (laughs) I don't know I was always jealous of how outgoing you were you you were definitely my mom like busted down the door like when I had my boyfriend in there like this is what you're fucking doing why are you just arguing oh my god I would never forget that <laughs> I'll never forget that day either <laughs> I'm like damn I'm in there getting it in with my little boyfriend our mother was was she in the hospital at, at some point oh yeah I guess it was like months yeah. she was in there for months um so here comes Steph with the mom roll again, and you know we was arguing, me and him, and then we were having makeup sex, and she did not like it. She did not like him. I did not like him. <laughs> so <laughs> she didn't like anyone I dated. Facts. Oh my God. Yeah, none of them were good I enough mean, for you. I didn't make the best of choices, you know. I was just looking for love in all the wrong places because we didn't really get love growing up. But let's rewind a little bit, right? So as little wee kiddies, <laughs> I still feel like, like looking back on it, like the little bit of photos that we have, because we don't have a lot of photos. No. Um, and looking back on it, I feel like you were always the mom role, like even in the pictures, like you're taking on the mom role even with your little naked booty (laughs) (laughs) and you know um our mother used to joke around and say like you were changing my diapers right um and for me it's not a joke it's kind of sad um because you were 11 months old right 12 months old just learning to walk and you were literally changing my diapers um and then it makes me really think, like, if you weren't doing it, I'd be sitting there with a raw ass. Sure, so possible. it kind of makes me sad. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's sad that you, as a baby in your own diapers, had to take on that role. Like, who the fuck was changing your diapers? I don't, I don't remember that. changing my, my two-month-old diapers. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't have memories from that young, just from what she says, yeah. but from... She was always very adamant about that, about me changing your diapers. Yeah. Um, That's one thing so, that never changed. So I think that it was actually facts. <laughs> I feel like a lot of her stories um, changed and, you know, manifested in different ways over the years. But that one stayed the same. Yeah. So you got to kind of pull out the truth in bits and pieces. Um, but, yeah, so... It's funny because people always ask, like, where are you guys from? And I'm always like, Southie, because that was the majority of time where we spent. Right. Whether right? it be with other family members or living there ourselves or whatever. Yeah. I, I Same. Right. I, I usually say that's where I'm from because <laughs> it's hard to explain. <laughs> we So oh to put it in a time frame, we from kindergarten to senior year in high school, we went to 13 different schools in 13 different yeah. towns. <laughs> Yeah, and that didn't include any moves that happened in the summer or before we were school age. Um, 
there were definitely more moves and it would be they would be fast and they would be quick and we wouldn't have time sometimes we wouldn't even have time to pack it would literally be whatever we had with us so gosh bags yeah um it got to a point where we didn't even unpack yeah i i constantly had a bag ready to go yeah yeah <laughs> same <laughs> um and you know it's it's crazy because i've i've talked to so many friends and i'm like i've always wondered what it would be like to grow up in the same school right. or even just the same school system and you know it was it was really hard for me because i i learned in a different way and i had to do like repetitive and be shown and every school is even in the same in the school same system state. even in the system like yes. boston Boston, yeah, public, Boston schools, yeah. public schools, they were all on different levels and different curriculums at, at the same time. And it was like yep. moving around, I was missing huge chunks, huge chunks of lessons and not being able to catch up or I was redoing something I did yep. a year ago and like coming in on something I've never heard of before. Right. And I was so lost and I, it just never, I never caught up. I'm honestly surprised I graduated high school. To be a hundred percent honest, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's crazy because I try to tell people like they're like, "What do you mean thirteen different schools?" And I'm like, "Yo, like there were some where we were in two schools in one year." Yep. Um, and you know there were some schools that we stayed in for a year two. Two years, um, I think, was pretty much the max. I think two years, right? Although Boston High might have been a little bit longer for you. Boston High was three years for yeah. me. Yeah, I did my sophomore, junior, and senior year there. That, But that was high school. Right. That was, you know. Um, but I was also in another high school. <laughs> yeah, I went to, did I go to four high schools? Yeah, you four, went to North Quincy, I, I went to right? four high schools. You North, went to Somerville. Yeah, Illinois. And Boston High. In Illinois. You were in... I you was in ninth, in ninth, ninth grade in Illinois. You were in eighth grade, yeah. Oh, so you went to five because you went to Somerville High. You went to North Quincy High. You went to Boston High and the high school in Illinois. That's four. four. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Why did I count five when you were talking? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the 13 schools. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I figure out, like, my ages and where we were, is by what school we were in. That's how I remember things. It's so hard, because honestly, like, we even, we would move mid-school year and then be bused to school. So they were still moving, and then we were able to stay at some of the schools sometimes because they made, like, you know, adjustments or whatnot. But it was hell. Yeah. Um... And I know it was difficult for you. Like you always say, like I'm the outgoing one, and I like I'm quick to make friends. But in all honesty, and I tell people this all the time, like the the friends that I have from a long time ago, um, I've held on to because you know, and really, I met them early on in high school. Yeah. Um, I do have one friend from like elementary school who I still t am in contact with, not as much as I would like to be. Um, but in reality, like it, it was, even though I made friends quickly, I left them as well. Right. 
and it was hard to hold on to them because back then we didn't have phone like Correct. you know and we're there just was, moving yeah. and you there's, there's no, no way. warning yeah and i've even had friends like um the friend from elementary school when i found her again uh she was like what the hell happened like you were just gone and even people from from selfie said the same thing yeah. you know like you guys were just gone one day like what the hell <laughs> where did you go and it's like in in selfie it was the hardest because we grew up there right. like we left there when we were 10. um i think you were what 11 right i was like oh, we were both 10. I think I was 11. Oh, yeah, 11, 11 or 12, somewhere around there. But, but we're in touch with a couple of the girls who we grew up with there, and they literally said, like, you guys just disappeared overnight. No. And literally, that was our life. Literally. Disappear in the night. Yeah. And nobody knew where we were going. Um, there were times where we didn't even know it was coming, and we would just get woken up to in the middle three of the night, morning, yeah. like, hey, grab gotta your go. bags. We gotta go. Yeah. So we have our we have the story of what we were told the reasons of of our moving, um, and then we have you know our interpretations of things along the way. And I think there's there's it's probably a combination of both. Knowing, Knowing what, what we, we know, know now, um, I, I think, think it's definitely, definitely a combination of both. Of both. So, so when, when we, we were, were younger, younger two, two, I think two, two and three. three um, my, my mother, mother found out that our father was abusing us, and we left, and she, obviously, she took us. Um, and, and that was her reasoning for us constantly moving, was him finding us. Um, and, and I think part of that was definitely true, because I definitely remember him popping up now and then. Um, yeah, but she also invited him over. Exactly. And, and that's, that's where, that's when I hit a wall, because we were ten, um... When, when she decided, decided it was okay, okay for us to have a relationship with him. With so him. so you're, here we are, moving constantly in fear, looking over our shoulders, being told not to talk to anybody or tell anybody anything or, like... I'll tell them your real name because yeah. our last name changed. Constantly changed, yeah, many, many times. Um, and then it's like, and then all of a sudden, it's okay for us to have a relationship with him. I That was the moment for me when everything changed because before that it was all about keeping everybody happy keeping you safe making sure she was good um and all that and that that was my role and that's what i did um and then at that point i knew that you and i needed to get out of there and that was the plan because i knew that wasn't safe for us and if she was willing to to willing to put us on the line for money or for whatever it was that she wanted from him um that we weren't safe there and everything she said time. wasn't true right there was another time i think we were like what seven six or seven i remember visiting him in the hospital because he had a heart attack yeah we were, we were younger we were probably five or six yeah and i I didn't really have emotion toward him. I really was just like, why are we here? I was completely numb. Like, like, and yeah, I remember literally sitting there. Like, I remember he had a white face cloth. And like, I, it, that's like, I don't know why I remember that part, but like he had a white face cloth because he was like sweating or whatever. And I was just like, why are we here? Yeah. 
And I don't really remember. Like, I remember there was a lot of conversation going on, but me and you were just sitting there. It was more so them. Yeah, I I honestly... I remember going. I remember her saying that this may be our last chance to ever see him, and she didn't want to deny that. Exactly. And I never processed that until much later, um, because I was so young and I didn't, I didn't understand. Um, but yeah, and that's why I think that it was a combination of the two. Yeah, I, knowing what I know about him now, and knowing that he actually is a or was he's dead, um, thankfully a child molester. I, I have no doubt that we were also victims um right but at the same time i think a lot of it right i think a lot of it was her too so yeah not saying that she abused us that way but right there was definitely i mean she was abused right so um in our minds we're thinking because she has a lot of you know mental disorders and we're thinking like is she embellishing or is she projecting is she you know having her own flashbacks and ptsd and putting it on us um she was also a hypochondriac so you know there, there was a lot of question we remember being in therapy really young and playing with dolls and saying certain things but we don't remember the actual abuse right um so we just remember the aftermath and you know the being told and being asked a lot of questions in therapy at a very young age. Um, But there was definitely a point in time where I had said, um, I think it was around uh, maybe 2013, 2014, I think. A time like 2013, 2014, um, I was talking to one of my friends and um, I was like, you know, I. I really want to reach out. I want to know, like, was this all Donna or was this him? Or is it a combo between like, and at that point I was like, I want to confront him. I want to ask him, like, did you do this? Would I get the truth? Who the fuck knows? But at least I know that I would confront him because you can see when somebody's lying, even if you don't really know them, there are different cues and things that you could tell body language and facial expressions or, you know, aversions to the question where you can basically tell like, all right, you a fucking liar. Uh, And during that, uh, one of my friends, Andrew was helping me and he was like, yo, he's like, just start looking, do this. Like me and him were talking a lot about it. and I found an article that he was arrested in Quincy. Um, he had moved to Texas. Now, we knew that because yep. our mother told us that he moved to Texas at one point. Um, so I was looking up in Texas, like, you know, his name and whatnot. Yep. And even um, when he did move down there, we were still moving. So, yeah, 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 that's that's very true. Why? <laughs> um <laughs> And I think it's because she would get involved with a bunch of random ass people and she also still needed the the victim card of, of having to move around because everybody was helping her, friends, family, whatever. But um, I found that he was, uh, he left Texas. He was arrested in Quincy uh, at his brother's house for molesting a five-year-old boy in Texas. Um, he got arrested, sent to jail, and unfortunately did not get to face time um, or charges in the case uh, because he died, thankfully. But um, 
And it's so, I say that like with very much happiness because at that point in time when I knew he was dead, there was always, you know, as we got older, I was always like, I'll I'll fucking kill him. I'll beat his ass. Try to come near me now. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm a grown woman. I I can defend myself. Um, You know, I didn't have that childhood fear, but I did because the inner like traumatized child was still afraid. Of course. And when I found out he died, it was a relief because that was completely over. And I no longer had to have that fear in my mind. Um, so people are always like, oh my God, you say that so cold. I'm like, if you knew the shit we went through with him, you'd be like, he did, yes, have a party, right. you know? <laughs> um, but a part of me was also mad that I couldn't confront him. Right. Even though I knew what I knew, you know, what he did to that little boy. And then I was pissed off. I I went through so many different emotions because I was mad at our mother. Like, if you would have pressed charges, like, did you try to press charges? I don't remember ever going to court. I just remember moving around. You know, I I don't remember anything else about you know going to court or pressing charges i don't remember him. going like, to court against him try? i know we've gone to court for changing our names name changes yeah um and things like that uh and when we had uh the chins thing at the school put out on us i remember going to court for that um but yeah i don't yeah i don't remember going to court for for him me either and i questioned you know if um our mother would have pursued really pressing charges would he have been able to do this to other kids because right. I'm sure there were more well we know there were more <laughs> yeah well, I, we don't we but won't I mean, get into any of it but we know we know yeah. that there are other victims <laughs> yes but I mean yeah. a lot more than we correct. that we don't know of correct oh I'm you know sure I, mean? I, I get people with that kind of that kind of background and we know that there was more than one child involved like yeah um, i guarantee you our mother made an excuse for him and our mother said that um it was due to a car accident correct when we were two and three um where his car was being stolen and he was dragged um and he was never the same i call i call bullshit bullshit because he was doing it before yes <laughs> so um she made excuses for him mm-hmm. and why i i don't know i i don't i don't know um, but yeah so that <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a heavy load that you guys just uh, heard about us but um that's basically why we moved around a lot that's I mean, our understanding as to why we moved around a lot, but there are gaps in he was out of state and we knew he was out of state, Um, but we were still moving a lot. Um, So it's, it's hard, you know, we, we would have instances where, you know, bricks would get thrown through the window with notes on it that the angels were coming. and, you know, I still question that because the handwriting was very nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know his handwriting, so I have I have no idea. Me either. 
Me either, but it, it doesn't seem like a deranged man's handwriting is all I'm saying. Um, there are a number of and incidents I don't, like that. I don't that recall where she was. I don't recall where she was during that time. She wasn't in the room with us. I don't, I don't recall her being we're, there. We were put in the room alone. Yeah. And then so when the just, brick came through, she came running in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> there's so many things. It's just, it's very, very questionable. Like, you know, she didn't work. She stayed home. Mm -hmm. um, she brought us to school one day. We came home from school. Um, and the apartment was broken into. Yep. And our dolls were stabbed with screwdrivers and knives in their private areas and in their heads and their eyes. Uh, clothes were all over the place. And of course, you know, we had to grab some stuff and, and be yeah. out. But my question with that is, you were home all day. So, yeah, she she that? was not working at that point. There was occasional times that she would have occasional jobs, but we usually did those but jobs for was, her. <laughs> right when we were living in the hotel, yeah, and she was cleaning the rooms. But at that point, she wasn't working. Correct. So where were you? While we were in school, where were you? messing up the house that's all i can think of you know I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, i i don't know <clears throat> i don't know i've often often questioned that um but yeah i mean we also had some good times as kids guys don't think that we <laughs> everyone's probably like oh my god <laughs> How are you two so happy? And it's funny because, you know, um, I share this story with people that I'm close to. Um, and now everyone's going to hear it. I mean, I'm close to the people who uh, respond to us on a daily. Honey, boo, love you. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it's a lot to unfold. And it's, you know, I and I tell people, I'm like, don't feel bad for me because I'm not a victim of it. You know, I don't, I don't look at myself as a victim of it. I look at myself like I survived through the bullshit. And I'd like to think that I'm rather an amazing fucking human being. I agree with that. You know, <laughs> thanks. I think you are too. Thanks. Um, but you know, you have to, you have to take the good with the bad. Um, and we definitely had some good times. Um, I think it was more so when it was just us by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know um but you know one thing i will say is i had a good mom steph <laughs> even though she drove me crazy and busted at my door and she made me cry that day when she was like i'm telling mom I'm like, why are you gonna tell her she don't give a fuck anyway but it was just her just being herself and you know upsetting me because she didn't like him and she wanted him out and she did say to get the fuck out to him I and i was crying but as a child to a mother i listened why my fucking boss so me and steph <laughs> we had some arguments <laughs> 
But I mean, that, um, I think that would have happened anyway, even if I wasn't trying to act like a mom. Uh, just because we were so close in age, and yeah, I mean, just my personality. I was always kind of like, but I think that came came down to wanting to make sure that we were good. So it came. So I was always controlling everything, but it was yeah, you were. But it was more of trying to like keep us in a bubble and protected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I didn't want any piece out of place so that it would fuck things up. If that makes sense. <laughs> makes perfect sense. I mean, there was a lot of fuck ups in our life. <laughs> um, but you know, I I remember like you know one of our uncles pulling over and bringing us to McDonald's, and I was like, this is really nice. Like this is what people do. They go out to McDonald's. Like. <laughs> Um, well, like, what is, do you remember, like, any, like, good memories from, like, your childhood? I feel like, like, later on in the years, but, like, I think, um, one of the things I definitely remember is, um, going to when we were on Lindley Terrace and we would, like, go to Amanda's pool. That was probably the best years I ever had. Um, but other than that, no. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that, honestly, like, it was probably when we were living with our aunt there. Because, so there was one place in Southie that we lived, we lived with our aunt and our co- uncle and cousins um, for a while. And then yeah. they moved and then oh, my, wow. mom, my mom moved in to that same place. So that w- that was one place that we had for a while, which I think is why we call Southie our home. Um, yeah, I mean, we were there for ten years, basically. Uh, I, we were in Germantown when we were little, little, but um, I, my biggest memory and longest memory is definitely Southie. Yeah. Um, On that little dead end street. So, so it was probably when we were living with with with, with them that I was happier, happier. And, and then things, things changed, changed, but. But, but those, those years were probably, probably the best. We yeah, would, my mom, mom our, our mom would go into the hospital a lot um, for months at a time. And we would get shipped off to family members and and stuff. Or, stra- or strangers. <laughs> yes, in, in Illinois. Like, let's, she, she's, she's a great person. person. Out of state. She's, she's a great, great person. person. Um, I'm yeah, very grateful for, for her uh, taking us in when she did not have to. Um, Right, but, but she, she was, was essentially. It was hard for her too. Yeah, I mean, I mean she, she was, was essentially a stranger, stranger to us, and we were strangers to her. And here, two teenage kids. She was single, like no kids. Like so, she got thrown into the fire of having two children who are moved across state, have no friends, no family, and it's just her left to take care of us for a year. A year. <laughs> and she did great. She really did. You know, um, I was very happy out there. I made some really good friends out there. You did great um, out there. You did, yeah, you did really I, good out there. I definitely felt free. And I also associate that from being away from all of the stuff back home. Yeah. Um, but I mean, school was that, I think that was the easiest year for me. Um, and then she was amazing because she curled my hair for graduation and I look at those pictures and I was literally happy at that time. 
you know, I didn't, I didn't have to worry about shit. Right. You know? Yep. But yeah, being shipped to a whole nother state <laughs> was, was interesting. To I mean, I least. think if we add up all the time, we probably spent more time with other people than we did with her. <laughs> yeah. Or by ourselves. Or by ourselves. Yeah, we would be left home alone. Underage. Four months. Yes. I mean, we were teenagers, so we could take, technically take care of ourselves. But yes, we were still underage. Four months. Yes. Yes. But we loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I didn't. I di- you you did. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, felt de- I felt a little bit more stressed because... Um, if I felt that if we got caught, well, yes, because if we got caught and they found out that we were underage and essentially living alone, we were going to get taken away. And that was always one of the biggest things that was instilled in me. Like, don't tell anyone anything. Don't do anything. They'll take you and you don't know where you're going to go. It's going to be so much worse. (laughs) So that was always the fear in the back of my mind. And I was just over there like, woo, freedom, friends over party, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I was happy. And then Steph busted doors down. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bitch, get a friend. <laughs> nope. I know she hated me at that moment in time. She sure did. She hated me. Yeah, I think I stopped trying to make friends. I think it was fourth grade was the last year. Yeah? Because I knew that there was no point. I think that was my defense mechanism, though. My defense was just being friendly and open, and I just made a lot of friends. Like, that was my comfort. You know? Yeah. But I knew, like, I never let anyone get super close. Like, there were, like, a couple, like, you know, from that one friend from elementary school who I was always close to. I was staying at her house like all the time and we were always together. Um, And then of course, like in high school, like then that's when things started settling down. I kept those close friends, but um, there's been so many people who've come in and out, in and out, in and out. And like, I just, I'm friendly, but you're not in my bubble. Yeah. And they probably thought we were best friends. But that was just how I coped. Yeah. I coped by going into the books and trying to control everything. You were sh- in a shell. Yeah. You you um you were a different person then than you are now. You went to the books. You went to I mean you still you still my little nerd, but you um you didn't really talk to anyone. And you were very controlling with organizing everything. Um, You had uh, some serious OCD issues when it came to organizing. And I remember I would sneak into your room and just move like one of the DVDs or move one of the books. Or or my nail polishes. You would rearrange them. I could go in the room, in my room, in the dark, count the nail polishes, pick the one I wanted, knowing what color it was. One day I did that, and then I started painting my nails, and then I realized it wasn't the color I wanted. And I went in, turned on the light, and they were all moved around. Courtesy of Nellie. 
I was so mad. I mean, it's something so stupid. I can easily take it off and redo it. But I was, it was so mad. I know. I know. It was the way that I would get back at you. Yeah. Because you would get back at me from taking the phone um, or uh, yelling when I had a friend over, um, busting down my door, <laughs> uh, embarrassing me in front of friends, arguing with me. Like, that's how you would get me going. But for me, I'd just go in and just fuck up your organization. <laughs> and that would get you more than anything. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, I was such an asshole. <laughs> like, oh yeah? Oh yeah, you want... <clears throat> and sometimes I would do all of them. And then sometimes I would just do, do one. one. And yeah. I feel like the one would piss you off more than... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and you would just hear Steph yell, what the fuck, Nelly? <laughs> Darnell! <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I would just shut the door and lock it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I drove you crazy. <laughs> it's all good. That's what little sisters are for, it's you true. know? Just saying. Um... But yeah, I I think there was a lot of trauma and a lot of things that happened. But um, even though we fought a lot, uh, I, I feel like it definitely made us closer at different times too. Yeah. Um, and we didn't fight as much when we were alone, except for when I was, you know, being a wild child and he was trying to like bring me in. Oh yeah. But. Um, <laughs> When when things were normal, normal air quotes, guys, um, you know, I, I felt like we were good. Um, and when we weren't being pinned against each other, because that was a very real thing as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think when we moved to the West End, that was like the changing point, like things started to settle. Um, and... When did we move there? It was, it was. Uh, I think it was 97. 97, right? That was the longest place we ever stayed. Yes. And you know, the funny thing is he was in Texas. Like around that time, I believe. I believe he moved there like 96. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. No, way before then. No, he moved way before then. I know he moved down with his sister, and he would come back and forth for a while. But I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, he died in 2011, I believe. Um, and that was well after we were out of high school. Because I graduated 2001, you graduated 2000. So, but we stayed there, like, the entire time. Um, I don't remember when I left. I remember when you left. You were an exit. Um, but I don't, I don't remember when I, I moved out of there. I think, well, I had a roommate, like, 2006. And then I ended up moving back because of the trauma of that. Yeah. Um, and then I moved out again in, like, 2008. 
end of 2007, 2008. You lived with us before. Something like that. You lived with us before that because that was, Joshua was born in 2007, so. Yes. I, well, yeah, so I think I lived with you maybe 2003, 2004, and then went back. And then I had a roommate, 2006, and then I went back, and then I left again, and stayed out since like 2007. Yeah, best choice ever. Yeah, I I think I I I'm thankful for um, the catalyst that happened. Um, although I think I probably would have eventually moved out anyway with with leo um but it might have taken a while and and she might have come between us at the same time because she definitely tried yeah um there was a couple of times that i i even almost called it off with him um because of it so yeah because of her yep there was one instance in particular um it was early on in our relationship and he decided to surprise me and stop by for a for a date and uh it was unexpected this big negative thing she did uh and she's like it's stalking behavior like this is like this is really abusive and and she like he had a um a pocket knife at the time that he was fidgeting with and she took it like she's like i was standing in the kitchen next to the other knives in case he tried to do something she's like i was really intimidated she's like he's dangerous and like and at that point I had still pretty Why much Why didn't I know this? I didn't, because I, I don't know. I didn't let anyone know. I, I internalized it for a while and thought about it. And like, I was like, I was ready to break up with him, staring at him. And then I, like, for some reason I just couldn't. I was like, this isn't, this isn't, this doesn't feel right. Like something feels off. Like that's not him. <laughs> and it's not him. <laughs> um, he was nervous because she was making I mean, him nervous who would it <laughs> so be he was fidgeting with whatever what he had the only thing he had in his pocket um but yeah uh, there, there are a number of instances where she tried to get us to break up so it may, it may have happened if i had stuck there but what ended up happening was i had gone to her and i said i can no longer give you my entire paycheck um i want to start saving some money so that i can get a place of my own and she lost it and she completely flipped out and said if i don't like the way things are fucking done around here to get the fuck out and don't come back and at that point i'd already had a planned weekend away um and leo i had gone into the other room because he was in the other room and he's like what was that and i was like i told her that i couldn't give her all of my money anymore and he's like and that was her reaction and i was like yeah and he's like yeah you need to pack your bags like we're leaving (laughs) he's like he's like pack whatever you want he's like we're going and we ended up going to his parents house which wasn't the plan i was going to meet them that weekend for the first time but that wasn't the plan to go there right then and there (laughs) and and uh he's like so i meet them and he's speaking to them in in russian and he's like he's like yeah could she move in with us (laughs) and they're like what (laughs) He's t- he don't, obviously told me this after because I didn't know what the, what they were saying. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, her mom, like, and he explained what happened. And he's like, and he, they're like, her mom said that. And 
and he's like, yeah, they're like, we don't understand. And he's like, she can't live there anymore. And they're like, yeah, no, she can't. Like, we don't understand. And they took me in. And that was the first time I'd ever met them. And they're like, yeah, you're living with us now. And they they helped me with all of my credit card debt. I didn't know that was your first time they ever met you. Yeah. I didn't know that was the first. That's guts. That's crazy. They ended up helping me with all of my credit card debt um, and all of that stuff, figuring all of that out. Um, she had me open up so many credit cards. I had 20 credit cards. Yeah. That were all <laughs> maxed out. Maxed out. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had a light bill from when we were 10 years old in Selfie that was under my name. Yep. When I moved out on my own, um, Oh, just got the chills. Ooh. My ear tickled and I got the chills. Um, but when I moved out on my own, um, I tried to open a light bill and they're like, oh, you have an old account that's past due. And I was like, I've never had a bill in my life. This is my first real apartment. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, um, did you ever live in Southie on such and such? And I was like, yeah, when I was like 10. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and they're like what's your birthday so i told my birthday and they're like oh this is like from 92. yeah and i was like i was nine years old and they're like oh there's a there's a problem let me look into this <laughs> yeah yeah she would constantly and we're talking thousands of dollars she would constantly use our names for bills because she wouldn't pay hers I just don't understand how you could even open a bill in a child's name. Not like morally. Morally, I, I don't fucking get it. Fraud. But it's called just, fraud. Right. But I mean, like, how can the company she open probably, the bill? Yeah, she probably didn't use your actual birth date. You know what I mean? Uh, you think change, so? change the year. Oh, well, back then they didn't really check anything. Now they got to check your credit. and. Right. I mean, I don't know what all the things was, were, but honor system right but yeah um yeah we <laughs> we had to claw our way out of debt from a young age um and you know i she still brought up the um the what was it the cosmetology school, school. I'm sure. Um, and, you know, it's. I thought I was crazy because um, I went to cosmetology school and opened up and she co-signed. Mm -hmm. And I was giving her the money to pay it. Now, she claims I never did. Um, and then they started taking her income tax when she filed income tax for some random reason. And she wanted me to pay her back. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, uh-huh. I was like, I was paying you, it was paid off. Um, and then I'm like going to Steph and I was like, I was paying her, right? Like, am I, I'm like, I'm crazy. And Steph was like, I, yeah, no, <laughs> you definitely did pay her. But I kept uh, track of her books. books. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know, know how old I was when I started balancing her checkbook. checkbook. So you saw my payments. Um, I would be so, there sometimes when you would literally hand her money. Yeah. 
Well, she claims I never did. She claims I never paid her. Um, and that turned into like a huge fight because not only did I pay the full tuition to her, um, I then started getting my income taxes garnished um, when I was on my own years later um, and then had to repay it that way. Um, so I paid it double uh, and then she wanted me to pay her because her stuff. So she wasn't taking the money. She wasn't paying it. Clearly she right. took all the money and did whatever she did with it. Um, but she swears that that's not the case. And I ruined her and I owe her money. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I had a witness to say that, <laughs> to say that I paid because I double paid, but, um, I was extremely angry and then you know there was a point in time where i'm just like you know what trying to talk to her and trying to get her to you know agree and realize is like it ain't happening you know what i'm saying she's not she's not going to so take the licks move on now that i'm a grown-ass woman if there was something to come up now oh yeah no i press charges for sure and I, we probably should have but probably. whatever all said and done. So you've gotten all the years of us. That wasn't just the early years. That was yeah, the that was everything. How, how <laughs> we got to where we are now. Um, <laughs> welcome along the journey. Um, you know, but regardless of, and you know, I just want to say, and I've said it to so many people that, you know, our life story uh, is definitely a lifetime movie. And we've been told that we should, you know, write a book or... Um, oh, yeah, there's definitely... There's even more things that we haven't even... Yeah. Yeah. So that was, like, the, the tips of the icebergs along the years. Um, but there's definitely... There's a lot uh, that we could never, never get through in one, one podcast episode. No. Um, but maybe, maybe we should write a script or a book or talk to someone and just regurgitate our our entire lives and do a lifetime movie um because it truly is it truly is a lifetime movie um but you know i, I tell people all the time like they try to figure out how we're such open and loving and accepting people and i'm like it's because of what we went through honestly mm -hmm. and like I don't want people to ever feel bad for me. Um, like, be happy. Be happy that I made it. Be happy that I got through all of that and that I'm still a normal, whatever normal is, uh, <laughs> individual. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, it, it sounds horrible and it is horrible, but um, don't ever feel bad for me like I don't when I tell my story I, it's not for you to feel bad it's for you to be aware that you know people have gone through shit and and you never know what they've gone through like you never know because someone like people meeting us they like once they hear like even just a little bit of our past they're like wait what <laughs> like so many times I've been like ex wait excuse me like how how yeah. are you functioning like so you never know what someone's going through or what they've been through or what they're dealing with. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. You just need to be kind I, and respectful. Right. And... 
And I honestly think that that's why we are so accepting and loving um, and not so quick to judge because, you know, I always tell people all the time, like, you never know what someone has gone through. So you may see someone doing something or acting funny or, you know, doing something that you don't understand, but you don't know their life story. You know, you don't know what someone's going through in any given day. and I feel like right now the world is so quick to judge and just pull out their cameras and be like, look at this crazy person. Remember me? Like, you're not seeing the whole movie. You're seeing a screenshot. Right. So it's a great way to put it. Steph. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy because a lot of people are always like uh, uh, that happened to you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, and then they like I've literally had uh, one of my friends. He just started crying. And he was like, now it's like, I had no idea. And I was like, well, you know, it's not something that you just run around and, right. and talk about, you know, you're not just like, hey, this happened to me. So, <laughs> you know, um, but it just goes to show that, you know, you don't know truly what someone has gone through until you actually have a full conversation with them. Um, and, you know, I truly feel like a lot of our past has made it easier to relate to people of all different walks of life because we've been through a lot you know um do i wish that we didn't have to go through that of course but i'm grateful for where we are now and if we didn't go through all that would we be who we are now i don't think so and i i really enjoy who we are now so (laughs) yeah we're fucking amazing yeah (laughs) <laughs> on that amazing note <laughs> um so yeah so that's that's us in a nutshell um that's you know how we started you get the the overview of our entire lives uh, i guess it was more than just the early years yeah. um it kind of turned into all the years well, it's like the you're welcome part. kind of yeah the first half <laughs> to the high school yeah. you know his early years, right? Because we were still we're, youngins. We're old. Sorry. Just, I didn't say I'm that. I'm not old. I'm not old, okay? I am seasoned. It's true. All right. All right. Don't. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway. Um. Yeah, so that's that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. And we're pretty much an open book, too. So, like, you got questions yeah. or you want us to elaborate on something, let us know. I'm sure we're going to be talking yeah. about this more. We got we have some abuse episodes and trauma episodes that are coming up, and I'm sure our histories yes. will, and more stuff will come out and all that stuff. But Yes. In a lot greater detail than just the overview. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's honestly, like, why I tell everyone, like, if you have something going on or something has happened to you like it's always good to be able to discuss with someone like me and Steph had each other um but you know it's it's a lot more fulfilling and a lot more comforting to be able to discuss with someone who actually knows what you're going through and the feelings that you were feeling um I used to always hate in therapy when they'd be like oh yeah I know how you feel no the fuck you don't did you go through what I went through You can't possibly know how I'm feeling. I don't and even I know what I'm feeling. <laughs> right. I hated that. You know, like, so for me, it's like, 
when you have, even if it's different types of trauma, when you have someone who's been through it and been through a traumatic situation, it's so much easier to relate to that person and open up and be comfortable. Um, but yeah, like Steph said, if you have questions or you're like, wait, hold on, what what happened with this situation? Like, just ask us. We will be free to discuss it. Um, we can do a second episode. We can respond to your questions. Um, we can op- even open up a Discord discussion uh, book if, if you'd like. So that's that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, yeah. But look at how great we are. So, you know, it doesn't matter what happens in your life. You have the choice and you have the control to change it. Right? Like, that's that's one thing I want people to understand. Like, you don't ever have to stay in the victim role. You don't ever have to... Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Break the the fucking cycle. You don't ever have to be stuck in that. You have the means to get out, and it's all up here. You got to put in the work. In your mind. It can I'm be done. pointing to your brain, guys, that are just listening to the audio. <laughs> it's all up here in your mind. You really have to, um, and it's hard. It, I'm, I'm not downplaying it. It was very hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Steph both had to put in a lot of work. We had amazing people who supported us along the way. Um, who have become family and who really were our strength when we didn't have it. Um, It does take a lot of work and it's not easy and you're always going to stumble and there's always going to be something where you're like, oh, wait, hold on. I think this is because of my trauma from the past. But like you get to a place where you're like coast and you're like, okay, yep, that feeling's whatever. I'm good. (laughs) You you're able to breathe. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you definitely, you have the control over your life. And that's one thing I've told people. Um, I never wanted to be the victim. I never wanted to play the victim. I never wanted people to look at me as a victim. I wanted to be able to control that narrative and take that control away from my abuser, um, and away from that situation. And if you stay in the victim, they stay having the control. And the cycle Uh, continues. And I, right. And I did not want anyone to have control over me anymore. Uh, And that's my, that was my fight to take back control. So it's doable. It's a lot of work and you need to have strong people there who are like, no, bitch, get your ass up, get up. We're not sitting here in this. Um, and become really self-aware, honestly. Um, But you don't, and I see a lot of people who are like, oh my God, but it's just so, no. Yeah, it is, it's horrible, it's sad. Uh, But you can get up and you can change it. You can change your narrative to what you want it to be. The beginning of your book started one way and then the middle started and it's been back and forth, but the end of your story is totally up to you. Nobody else can write the end of your story but you. Facts. Period. Period, poo. On that note, we're done here. We are done. uh, Hopefully we didn't traumatize you guys. Um, (laughs) And if you guys relate to things that we said, 
um, just know that my heart's with you and I love you guys. And um, I'm not going to say, you know, oh my God, poor you. Um, I'm sorry if you did have to go through any childhood trauma because for me, that's the worst. Childhood trauma, um, I, I feel like children should be protected a lot more than they are. Um, and that's a really pain point for me is childhood trauma. Um, as adults, we can handle trauma a lot differently uh, than children and childhood trauma lingers on into adulthood and really molds children in different ways. So. Uh, childhood trauma is very touching for me. So I am sorry if you had to, to deal with childhood trauma, but there is a way out. Um, and hopefully you have gotten out of it. And if not, hit us up because uh, we are molding amazing adults now. And that's, that is the goal, damn it. Um, but yeah. On that note. Until next time, love yourself. I know I say love on others uh, a lot, but I'm moving it, like I said last time, to love yourself. Be kind to others still though. And, and just yourself. remember it's all a, well, yeah, I mean, that's part of loving yourself, damn it. Sorry, my bad. Dang. I'll just sit Steph. here with my hands over my mouth. Go ahead, finish. You're allowed to talk. Jeez. <laughs> well, Stephanie, would you like to say the end? And remember, it's all just a bunch of BS. Bye! Bye. <laughs> I figured you just needed that little outro. So I'm over here playing with my earrings, and I dropped the back of my earring. Uh-oh. And I don't know where I went. I was fidgeting. Now the back of my earring is gone. Oh no. Turn on the light. Oh, oh man. It's fine. I mean, I have like a bajillion upstairs somewhere, but who knows where it went, Steph? Who knows? Nobody knows. I don't know. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. Uh-huh. Dang. That thing went. Ching. It's like I'm out of here. Did it go down my boots? No. No. It's not, not in there, Steph. That's good. Well, no. It would have been great if it was in there. I would have found it very easily. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Ooh. Grab the All flashlight right. on your phone. I mean, yeah, I could. I could do that. But I could do that. Let me just check the desk. Make sure. No. Oh. oh boy. <laughs> I didn't want to look around. <laughs> oh, Spidey. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. Love See you. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>